Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you have your questions ready. I'm going to put up the chat. Here he comes again. Okay, say something. Well, it's going great so far. Say something again. Okay, good. Your burp is in sync. Hello, Sasha. Hello, Eric. Hello, Christopher. Jesse, Josh. Puffy the pig is here. Super excited. And Marshall. Marshall. Oh, look at how, look at Marshall's on it, baby. Marshall is on it. Bill's background is all different. (laughs) Well, why don't you explain that to the folks? No, I don't think I will. Okay. Let's get on with it. Yeah. Um, This is a, different room didn't feel like being in a corner so much didn't kind of got tired of the pink curtain thing going on the brothel look uh but now there's lots of stuff back there to to see anyway yeah jesse we're gonna have leslie's gonna be joining us in about 10 minutes or so so uh throw that question up for her when when she comes up all right so we don't forget about it um but let's uh what do you got for us in the meantime Let's see. Uh, oh, hi, hi Yeah. What are Dr. Teeth's arms made of? Asks Anime Girl. What, what, what? What are Dr. Teeth's arms made of? Oh, what are they made of? Yeah. Well, they're, uh, they're a uh, stretchy kind of um, like a spring, almost like a, a vacuum hose, like a stretchy, but, but it's not a vacuum hose but he has very stretchy arms, like a coil, uh, but fabric and, and you know, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Gene. Oh. Oh, I was hoping he wouldn't show up. Hi. <laughs> hmm. Hi. I hear, you, I hear you have guests on. Yeah. How did you get into Billy's room? Yeah, that's what I did. I got into Billy's room. Yeah. Gene. Uh, for everybody out there, the two of us, we don't we don't have a, a very ple- very pleasant past or history. Gene. Gene's yeah. my friend. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody, any question? What's your, tell them your name so any, somebody can ask you a question while we're here. My name's Dick. You are a dick, right? Yeah, I'm Dick. And... And any questions? Any questions for this dick? Yeah. Uh, uh, anybody have a question for me? I see one from Gabby for me. So what maybe if it? I answer it, you'll get bored and leave. Maybe I'll answer it. What is it, Gene? Gabby has two questions for me. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the album Love This Giant by David Byrne and St. Vincent? No. <laughs> <laughs> I never have. Good. Um, so he never has, Gabby. She no. changed her photo, by the way. She looks a little less uh, skeptical in this photo. Uh, to answer your question, I have heard some St. Vincent. I like them. I haven't heard Love This Giant specifically, but I have tickets to go see David Burns' live Broadway show this fall. And well, you, I, Oh, well, no. 
Wally Cunningham has a question. Wait a minute, Dick. What? Second question. This is a little provocative. I've been in what? 90% of her dreams lately. In whose dreams? In Gabby's dreams. You know what? what? It was? You know what it was? It was that uh, episode where I was taking a bath, maybe. Maybe that uh, is forever <laughs> burned into her memory. I don't think so, Gene. Oh God, you're gonna you're insufferable, Billy. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you give him something to do? No, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> you made my name into a curse word. Yeah, gosh, Gene. It. <laughs> Where did you come from, by the way? None of your business, Gene. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go away if you want me to, Gene. I think I heard one of your friends uh, swimming in a. <laughs> I like that. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, Gene. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Go taunt someone else. I was a very successful part of this show, wasn't I, Gene? Excellent. We're going to do a whole highlights reel with you. I can't wait for Leslie to come on. Gene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he come from? I don't know. He was in a box. I used to mess around with him years ago. <laughs> and we recently found him in a box. Uh, uh, I, hope we he, have. I hope he gets busy with something else. Yeah. Really, do you remember working... And anything Muppet in the Families Come Together Sesame special asks Ansem, Ans, Ansem Thomas, nine. Ansem Thomas. Do I remember working in anything Muppet in Families Come Together Sesame special? Families Come Together, maybe Leslie remember this. Was that the thing where we we did the parents? Ansem Thompson, is that where, because I was almost dad originally before um, Tyler took it over but uh i don't know I, I, the only the only uh sesame things i've ever done were with the father with elmo's dad louie and we did military and we did uh something with the babies i think leslie played um one of the moms in that i, I will have to ask her maybe she remembers um so gabby thinks i've gotten to the bottom of that dream thing it might have been the, the bathtub scene um but oh. here's uh, who are your favorite U.S. presidents? We don't really talk politics. I clicked on that by accident, but thanks. I for would just say, that. but I would just say, my, mine. Uh, the very first, my favorite is Abraham Lincoln. I remember dressing up for him to go to kindergarten. My mother was like, "What?" Because it wasn't even his birthday. She was like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> I, like, I want to be Abraham Lincoln, and she let me get dressed up as Abraham Lincoln and go to school. Okay. Oh, there you go. Look. These are two of my favorite presidents. That's why I wrote and illustrated a book about Lincoln and Kennedy. Take a look. Yes. Search it up. Um, I saw one that I wanted to pull up here uh, before it gets away. I'm sorry. Anthony I'm Thompson, by the way. Okay. Oh, is that what that Thompson is? Anthony Thompson. Yes. Okay. Gene, when designing characters for Tinseltown, how much, of, how much understanding of your brother's instincts as a performer went into it? Twelve. Uh, Sorry, Gene. I just have to say twelve because uh, what the square root of one forty-four came up. I just thought I'd just throw that out there. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, good. 
All right. So we're doing math. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're going to do some American history. Politics, yeah. Uh, I None of his performance went into my thoughts because with Tinseltown, I was kind of readapting some characters that existed already on that one. There were some earlier versions of Sam and Bobby. Um, and for reasons that are too boring to discuss, I, I had to redesign them. So I was basing it on things that already existed for that show. But thank you for asking. Yeah, well, uh, Bobby, I mean, Bobby was based on Howard, but Bobby became a more lush and over-the-top kind of Howard Tubman. But right. yeah, we talked, we talked about what those would be, but we had a sense of what the characters were. We knew the relationship that Brian and I were talking about, right? Because he and I were messing around without the new design. So you had some reference, right? Oh, yeah, I had a visual reference. And so, yeah, I mean, I'd seen them, but they were characters, right? Didn't the characters exist already? They did. But Brian and I, we did the first we did that before you redesigned them. We did that little uh, pilot, that little thing where we used those first puppets. Yeah. So we had that as a reference, at least for character. Yeah. Right. And just to follow up, Jesse asks, would I like to do more character design in the future? Of course, I'd love to. Um, whenever that comes my way, I'll be happy to pick it up. Let's take let's take two more, and then I think we have somebody waiting in the wings. Yes, Dwayne Fletcher says, "Can we do this one? What is that?" No. So you've been directing, and is this the one you wanted? Sure, uh, I yeah. so You've been directing and being an executive producer for Muppet Things. Do you ever want to branch out like Frank Oz has? Uh, yeah, sure. I um, I have several projects I've been working on for years, one about Louis Prima that, uh, you know, I'd like to be able to uh, do some other things outside of Muppets. So I'm always looking to create things, but I just love doing the Muppet thing a lot. It tends to be my priority. So, yeah. Right. Okay, let's do one more. Let's go with uh, Eric. Do you have a copy of the extended Electric Mayhem Jam from Muppets Most Wanted, or have you listened to it? know what that is from Muppets most wanted geez I have the worst memory I'm sure there's a, a full thing of it I don't I don't have it uh, hmm. but I imagine we did the whole song it, it was the song cut down probably was so we usually do a full song uh, and then we decide what piece gets used and we probably shot it all too so uh, hmm. somebody owns that material Jonathan Salomon is going to look into that for us. But okay. I hear somebody she's screaming her head off to get into this conversation. Let me just pull All this right. up here. Would you please, why don't you do the introduction? Okay. That old black magic has me in its spell. So I just saw that up there. Sorry. Uh, uh, yes, my sweetheart girl. She's phenomenal. She's amazing. She's so talented. She's hysterical. She's kooky. She's everything I've ever wanted in a Muppet partner and friend. Here she is, Leslie Carrara Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hi, guys. Why? Hi. What were you doing? Uh, well, I was going to hide. <laughs> But I'm you here. You decided to hide while we're yeah, introducing you? I decided at random. I was going to, I was looking for my unicorn head to surprise you, oh. but I, I couldn't find it in time. 
So. Ah, uh, sorry. We brought you on too soon. It's okay. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Jean. She's very. What's happened with? We're all pixely today. She was perfect before. Yeah. It's not you. I don't think it's you. I don't know. Should uh, I go out? Look, everybody's. No, everybody's saying, hey, Leslie. Yay, Leslie. Uh, yay, Leslie. Fergie says hello. Fergie L. Phillip. Oh, my God. She's so talented from Hamilton. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Has to be a puppeteer, just so you know. So there, I shouted you yeah. out, Fergie. Oh, nice. Work. What did she, she what? She wanted to what? Be a puppeteer? He does. It's a he. Oh, he. I, I apologize. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Fergie, like, you know. Yeah, one of the royals. Yes. One of the or, or, black eyed peas. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. I apologize. Hi, Les. Hi. And it was Sesame Beginnings. Sesame um, Beginnings. Sesame Beginnings. You played Louie. And, and our, you were? Um, I was Prairie Dawn's mom. Prairie Dawn's Del mom, right. Delta Dawn. Call me D. Right. Don't call me Double D. And I play jazz piano. <laughs> and I also use Miss Coco Peru's voice for that, who's a very famous <laughs> queen. And I'm also promoting her. People knew oh. it was going to be on, and they 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 wanted space for promotion. This is blank. Oh, I see. I had I got you. So. Mm. Who could, well, so you were you were doing her, and I was and I was actually doing Louis, like a Louis Prima. Yeah. That was one of, that's where my thing was from Louie. Yeah. And then we also did the military outreach, which was right. very poignant, um, dealing with loss. And you yes. and I had that scene as Jesse and Louie. And I think Kevin was directing and it was really, it was a really poignant scene. And um, yeah. thank goodness we only had to do it once. So, right, <laughs> hot, you know, and you just don't, you know. So that, yeah, no. I was grateful. Like I said, I feel the same way for about you as a a partner. Like you know, yeah. Improv. I have so much trust that it's it's effortless. So well, and I, I just I always know with you, it's always gonna be there's it's always gonna be interesting, <laughs> and it's always going to be funny. You know, unless it's that kind of moment. You yeah. know. But um, boy, you know, can I can can uh, I know there's people are asking questions and shouting questions, but um, I just want to I just wanted to go back because um, what were you doing before Muppets Tonight? What was it that you were? What was your kind of dream? What did you want to do? What were you doing before you started doing Muppets Tonight? I you know my like mom, it's, I'll, I'll my original dream was just like my my because. I just wanted to have a character that made a difference. I know my dad um, got me really into animation and stuff. And I was uh -huh. a lot of theater. I wanted to be uh -huh. a, a special ed teacher. Not not a special ed, but my degree at San Francisco State was child development through the arts. Mm. So, All right. So working with children. Yeah. So I would create programs, but I fell in love with characters. And so uh -huh. I just, I was really active in local theater. And then I started performing. Forming. I got asked to do, can you do shows for adults? You know, so I started writing one person shows with comedy that had lots of characters. So before Muppets Tonight, I was just doing a lot of shows and I worked with, at Walt Disney World and right. I, I, I did um, Parallel Lives with uh, Paula Pell. I did 
um, you know, so I was just doing a lot of that type of stuff. And then I wrote this show, Life in Other People's Shoes, where there were shoes everywhere. And then I would cartoon characters and then I'd go into them and I'd tell stories. So I intended to go back to teaching, but then I kept getting jobs as an entertainer. And so right, right about Muppets Tonight, that's when um, I was living with my best buddy. And um, right. was this cattle call for female comedians who could do voices and sing in character. And I, you know, I've been obsessed with the Muppets forever. And I collected frogs, so I loved Kermit, but I mostly loved Robin. And Ralph was mm. my favorite. And um, so when that happened, I just went to the cattle call and you were you were there with Brian. Can I ask you, can I ask you to do what well, oh, I know this is really awful because I don't I don't know if I like when people ask me to do this, but could you do part of that audition, the the uh, Dorothy? Oh, you a bit of it? Yeah. If you remember any of it? Yeah. So for for the cattle call, they said, please prepare a monologue and a song. I was such a nerd. I had overall. <laughs> I would like to do a piece from a, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Bill's sitting there with Brian Yanish with the camera on. I'm like, Gail, can you talk to me right away about Dorothy? Dorothy done. What's she done? I'm all but lame from the bite of my leg. She bit you? No, her dog. She bit her dog. No, that dog bit me. It's a menace community. Take him to the sheriff. Make sure he's destroyed. Oh, you can't. Oh, you mustn't. M.M., you won't let her, will you? Why, you hit total with the work. The mark like you bitch, you wicked old witch. One for the one. <laughs> How do you go to eat? What a bad witch. Well, I'm not a witch at all. What was that? As coroner, I both could write early examined her, and she's not only merely dead, she's merely most sincerely dead. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Put them up, put them up, put them up, put them up, put them up. Stay pretty, pretty. How long can you stay first in that tin can? Shame on you. What's your own good lad for? I didn't bother. Who rang that bell? Oh, don't touch that water. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby. If happy little bluebirds fly, <laughs> it happens beyond the rainbow. Why, oh, why can't I? There's no place like Muppets. There's no, well, something like that. They made the right choice. <laughs> oh, my God, Leslie. I, you just took me back. <laughs> to 1996 in that room. I, I I was, when that happened, I there was no one else I was gonna even, even interested in seeing. I was done. I was like, that's it. Who else? Well, is, there, is it possible that there's anybody else that's gonna walk into this room and do that? It was like, unbelievable. I remember like, I'm like, and then I'm gonna sing and you go, no, come talk to me. Why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like- <laughs> Brian goes, Brian goes, so you left and he goes, Brian goes, okay, well, I think we have like three or more or something. I was like, why? Why? Who who could possibly be out there? And we did, of course, see everybody. But, man, you were unbelievable. And look at, look at what you've created. Look what you've created. Well, it's because you gave me, no. like. I, no, no, no. Yes, yes, because if you I... You were coming anyway. You were no, coming out anyway. So yeah. No, life's journey has been so random, which sadly I blurted all that on um, 
Matt podcast because I, I told you I was a horrible interview for him because I just went out. But the things that had to line up for me to be in that room, really, mm. when I drove cross country from Florida, I had the Muppets, the works, and I read it. And I remember going, gosh, I, I've never really fit in anywhere. I wish... I wish I could be part of something like this. And when it happened, mm. I literally felt like, did somebody, like, did somebody hear my wish? So when it was right. happening, I was just, mm. and there was two more callbacks well, after that. Well, well, and of course, well then, so the other part of it was, can, can that person who we choose puppeteer or can they learn? Oh, thank you. Little That's plug. my first dad uh, the ballet school in Walnut Creek going. Um, can that person actually puppeteer or, or do they have the instincts for it? And so all everybody was new, nobody had puppeteered. They were all actors and comedians, but you, um, you were able to get a grasp of that like early on and it was going to take work. And we all knew that was the idea is that we were looking for talented female actresses, actors, and 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 you just worked it. You worked hard at, at on your puppeteering, right? I, mean, I did. I, I mean, I I had puppets that I did because I put my I helped myself, you know, go through school doing kids' birthday parties and window painting, and I was still doing a lot of outreach. But my puppets were made out of slippers and right, right. socks and whatever. They were all like found objects. Nothing was fancy, you know. But like working with a monitor, right? You oh, needed that to was kind of get learning all of that stuff, right? Yeah. So, that yeah. On the callback, did you do Return to Oz? <laughs> <laughs> on the, the callback was with Alan Trotman, and it was like improv. And that's where I met Brian and Martin Baker. Were you there, Bill? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there. And, uh, Kevin wasn't there, but then that was just – and that was super awkward because we were in front of a wind – a mirror in a dance studio, but I just kept looking up because I didn't know what was happening. Right, sure. And then yeah. you well, trained that's what most people do. Then, then I spent just, it was Bill and me and another actress, very talented, beautiful um, young lady from the, the Groundlings, Louisette. And that was that monitor oh, day. Oh. Remember the monitor day? Kinda, not really. Why, something happened particular? Well, no, I was there. It was like from 10 to 12 and there was a lunch break and then there was another another 2 hours just to give us the like you gave us the basics of entering and right, right. all that stuff but then you went to lunch with Louisette and I'm like, "Oh crap." But I didn't have any money. Oh. And I had to tick lunch box and I stayed and I practiced in the monitor while you guys were at lunch. Nice. Okay, you. I see I I knew already. I mean, I already chose who I thought was going to you know, hopefully join us. And so, I don't know. I just knew, I in my mind, it was like, okay, this is going to take time. Whether we do these monitor things and we, you know, I just wanted to see if there were some basic kind of, you know, you know how to open and close a mouth. I mean, some people just weren't there, you know, some people weren't even that doing that yet. And, you know, that I just needed to see you be able to have lip sync, and that was it. Oh, oh no, not you, this guy. You changed oh, my life. Music. Oh, well, that's you, you, you changed my life on so many levels. I'm trying not to get emotional, but 
One is Aww. Paul Rudolph. I met my husband. But honestly, you found hey, me at Leslie. I'm watching this great <laughs> thing on YouTube. It's like a black hole. Oh, it's who's that? Wormhole of who is he? Uh, who's that? Well, what I'm saying is you found me at such a point in my life where I was searching and I knew I I wanted to share my love for characters and also reach kids and people and just do comedy. It, LA's rough, right? I just wasn't yeah. in me to do what you had to do to be accessible. I used to like really wanted to be on SNL growing up. Right. And, um, yeah. I thought that's what I wanted. You know, um, Paula Pell and I had done uh, Parallel Lives, you know, the Kathy and Mo show. And she ended up on um, Saturday Night Live as a writer the same time within months that I got hired on Muppets Tonight. Oh so my gosh. We would call each other and she's like, we have John Goodman. And I'm like, we have him next week, you know, and we were, <laughs> we were both freaking out going like, how did we get here? Because there's no. That's so cool. Yeah. So you, it, it was a miracle. Wow. Speaking of that, and then, oh, sorry. You're I was like going to say we were very lucky. <laughs> look how people, but no, but look how lucky the Muppets have been. And, you know, just Muppets tonight, Spamla and Darcy. I love Darcy. And you really got a chance to play. Remember Darcy? Right. The, the, yeah. From Muppets Real World, the angry rocker. Can I tell you something <laughs> I learned when I was there? Um, yeah. This was cool. The I got to know, like, because I was watching so much, I watched everything. And I can't remember. I want to say the lighting designer was Olin. And yes, Olin. Olin uh, oh, my gosh. Yes, I, you're not right. Olin Wilson. But anyway, so... And they were championing me because I, I was just watching everything and watch, And you told me, watch people's styles. Like you would zoom in and I'd be in a cow. I'm like, if I were a cow, I'd be eating paper. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a cockroach hotel. I was in this one corner so long that I made a little um, atmosphere. But Olin said, he goes, listen, see where your light is? If you step into the light and you say, mm -hmm. how are you feeling? And then if you tip your head and step back, the light will shadow you and it'll right. give you another, it'll give you another environmental thing. And I was and like, an, and an wow. emotion. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. How cool. Some questions. Were you, were you just, oh, talking about question. were you just talking about Darcy? Was that the character? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Oliver um, drew Darcy for me. Hey. Yeah, oh, there she is. Right. Muppets Real World. <laughs> I did it. I hated my roommate. Yeah. There, Darcy. We got along pretty good, though. Didn't we, Darcy? Mm. You know, you know. <laughs> You're just too, I don't know, hard, heavy metal kind of girl. Whatever. All right. Some questions. Um, Leslie, can Newhart do any tricks? Wait, who is that? Who oh my is, God, uh, totally. That's from that's Marshall cool. Grover. Marshall Grover. Yes, he can do a ton. Let me show you who Newhart is. He's my Toto, so he's at my feet. Sorry, I've got all these cords. Sorry, Newhart. Oh yeah, you have a Toto. Yeah, and I'm wearing my ruby slippers. Oh. But, um, ah. so this is my Toto. And um, he's pretty tired right now. Um, I'd have to move the camera, but yes, he can. Um, 
He can sit, shake, lay, roll over, um, jump over my knees, jump through the hoop, stand, walk, turn around, catch frisbees, and run up my back onto my shoulders. You know what? As soon as you brought the dog on, now it stopped. My neighbor's dog started barking. As soon as you what? brought him on. Yeah, I swear. Oh, no. But so let's let's just real quick. So so you know how can we? I mean I don't want us to run out of time and stuff. But you know we should talk about the phenomenon of Abby, and what you've done with her. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been doing that now? Is it like ten years already or something? How long has Abby been around? Fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. There she is. She's so. Cute. And how did that come up? How did Abby come up? So that was another cattle call. So they, all right. In New York, though? All over. So they oh. wanted to have a female character. And I think it was during like when there was a lot of mean girls and bullying type of stuff. And But they also wanted mm. to have a nondescript culture come in, like a fairy culture, right? So it, right. She, could, she could react to things that she didn't understand and, and be empowered instead of like, not understanding or doing something or having a misunderstanding or having mistakes, she Abby would be like barrel through, like she would show resilience and this is an opportunity to learn. And um, so then they had auditions all over the country, I think in London. They sent everybody a anything Muppet. Oh, wow. And then they sent sides and a song. Uh -huh. And then um, then that got whittled down to like five or six of us. And then we had a call back with Fran Brill, who is Zoe. And then Franny and I just had an instant connection between Zoe. I would say once I was with Fran, that's yeah. when Abby came through. Because you know comedy is in, it's relationships, right? And yeah. I just was like, yeah, so my dad's part gnome and he has gas. And so we make fennel cookies. And I'm <laughs> a squirrel. His name's Russell. He likes to, you know, play with his nuts. But dad's probably did not say that. Mm -hmm. I might have said that. I have a question <laughs> for her. Yeah. Oh. What's okay. Sally going to be for Halloween, asked Josh Hagmar. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. But I do know we're going to do something big for Halloween because of what's going on in the world. So I'm going to mm -hmm. try to figure out something to do for families and kids, a big weird Wednesday. Nice. So I'm not going nice. to be a reveal. Was, the, was part of the thing about Abby is that she wasn't like, like you wouldn't have find her on Sesame Street. They wanted to bring somebody that was kind of like almost in their own world. So that was that what you were saying? That it's kind of a. Yeah. Like brought in. Like there yeah. wasn't anything else like her on Sesame Street, right? Yeah. So I think that she could learn, they could show resilience. Like if you're coming into a new uh, neighborhood and how to how to interact and meet new people. Like her first meet was Oscar, which was like didn't go well. Right, right. And um right. but also they really kind of Abby's kind of involved, like she's got a lot of like she's kind of Gracie Allen meets Daffy Duck a little. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and yeah, yeah, but a little bit in Barney Fife. And now, like, whenever Abby plays a character, this is my character playing voice. This is my detective <laughs> voice, Loretta. Yeah, where were you on the night of July 17th? <laughs> yeah. So they've kind of let her be a little more weird. <laughs> and then, and then you do also a lot of voiceover stuff too, don't you? Yes, I do. I, um, I do a certain character for a certain company. <laughs> but I, I will not say. 
uh, a voice match. And then um, I work on David Rebman's show whenever he was doing Nature Cat. And, um, right, Nature oh, Cat. Yeah. Bubbles, technically, it felt like voiceover, but it wasn't because we were also animating. A lot of people think that right. it's animation, but it's, you know, digital it's puppetry. The, puppet can, the digital puppetry, right. The Henson yeah. system, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, and, and what about, um, remember, uh, oh, oh God, uh, um, I was going to say Animal Jam, which Animal was a while ago. Jam. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, I'd really practiced yeah. since then. And you were at that audition, too. You even Animal said, Jam? Well, I don't think you were at the audition, but you were at, like, we were still working out characters. And, oh. and um, but that was great because we worked so hard on that show and that really prepped me. Because it's really camera time, right? And doing as much as right. you can, and that was yeah. Awesome. Just that's the thing. It's you know, people ask like, are there? Where do you learn how to puppeteer? And it's usually by being in it and doing it in the right in the moment. That's where you're really learning. You can't you can't prepare yourself for somebody's armpit in your way mm -mm. unless you're doing it. You know, it's not things you think about um, and how to use the monitor and which way you're looking and are there two cameras and. You yeah. know, it's all about that, isn't it? That's how you really learn. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like most of the time when I puppeteer on Sesame Street, I'm like behind my back and leaning forward just to get because the just to get close to each other. You know, right. you're always in so it's really but you know what you taught me, Bill, is like huh. well, I mean, I it was great because he said he he's like, watch everybody, you know, see what hmm. styles work and different things. And I I really, I really liked watching Johnny Fiamma. I love Sal and Johnny. I just was I would, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, I would be so excited. But I liked, like you would say, pick and choose, you know, a moment. And um, I have to bring up one mo thing on Muppets Tonight. Remember when we were extras? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were sitting I was out. looking for that clip. I was looking for that clip somewhere. I couldn't find it. We were extras. I was hitting on you in the bar. You would say something... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Say something awful, and I'd have to like get up and walk away. And he'd say something different, like, "Would you Each ever time. consider the last pickle in the jar?" And like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "What?" But do you remember my practical jokes, Bill? Do you remember when I told you that I had hypnotized the extras to do stuff? Yeah, I do. Yes, I just, I say, I just wanted yes. fact checks because I did some things. Yeah. And when Kathy <laughs> Jimmy's water broke, but didn't really break, but I gave her a dollar oh. to pretend. I, I don't right. know if I remember that one, but that's that a good one. Thor, when Thor gets a driver's license. Oh, right, right. Okay, that's gang, right. we have lots of questions oh, sorry. from people. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, first right. of all, Allison Taylor says, we love listening for Leslie's voice in other shows. Aww. So you've got some fans yeah. watching out for your stuff out there. Thank you, Allison. Uh, let's see. How about um, uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh, la, 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 any chance from Christopher Smiliano? Any chance we might see a first interaction between you and Fran and Carmen with your first Abbey audition someday? I know, silly question. Um, well, Carmen wasn't at that audition. Sonia Manzano was, but I do. Uh, Kevin did send me the audition tape. I don't know where it is. Uh, oh, nice. Between me and Fran to have. Oh, that's great. So you have that. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's great. But I'm I'm not that's at liberty awesome. to share those things, but. Sure. 
Uh, let's see. That's not very nice of you, Leslie. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. I want my wings clipped. Someone, uh, <laughs> I passed it a while back. They said they heard you do a really great Rosemary Clooney. Is that true? Um, oh. Well, I, I mean, I love her. And like, I love Peggy Lee. Remember, Bill, you gave me that Peggy Lee thing. I love Anita O'Day. Yeah. Um, I don't mm. know. Everybody eats when they come to my house, but isn't that also a Louis Prima? No. Yeah, you can do anything. Leslie can do anything. That's, it's, Here's it's, a good it's, one. It's just, it should just say that. You I can answer I, all of your questions I, if it has anything to do with anything. You I can used, do anything. I used to sing with Mike Hennepin's big band orchestra in LA for a while, and I they didn't know I was weird. I kept it from them. <laughs> I would show up uh, in character, in 40s character. I would just show up, and I would sing. And I would sit down, and then one time it leaked out that I was weird, and that was so. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, Gina. Let me just say one little thing. You remember we were going to do whatever happened to that thing you and Kevin and I were doing? We did photographs. And we remember we took pictures. What happened with that? I want to show you something, Bill. Do you have it? I don't. I do have the photographs that I can send you later. I don't know if we I can. Oh. But when I started doing cabaret in New York, I didn't yeah. have a picture yeah. of me where I looked all fancy and nice with the hair and makeup. So, oh, so you used that? I used this and I cut you and Kevin out of it. Oh, so, nice. It's a great shot. So Kevin is right over my shoulder. You're here doing inappropriate things to make it better. <laughs> and the thing that, why my hair is like this, they had a Beyonce yeah. fan on us. And then All when right. I walked away from the photo, my hair was stuck like that. <laughs> there's so much product in it. You need to use that on Muppets. Are, <laughs> right. we, allowed, are we allowed to show that photo? This one? The um, one with No, the one with you, Kevin, and Billy at the piano. I don't know. You'll have to ask. Oh, them. You know the, the I don't know. That's, a, that's Israel, Kevin's thing. Gotcha. Israel David Groveman. You have to ask Kev. Okay. Uh, here's one from Jesse Oliver. Bill and Leslie should have Muppets or Puppet Up characters lip sync. Oh, I see. Bill and Leslie should have Muppets or Puppet Up characters lip sync to Louie and Keeley's That Old Black Magic. That'd be fun, huh, Les? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun to do. Yeah. Uh, well, where's, oh, here was the one I was looking for. Josh do you take your gum out and stick it on your table and then pick it up I and eat it, it again? my other one. I was working up a bubble, but no, I just stick it on my, this is my favorite brand. I, I was waiting for someone to ask me what my favorite brand of gum was. I was ready. Oh, got it. <laughs> Can you tell us any quick anecdotes about Chuck McCann? Mm, absolutely. Well, Chuck's right here. I have like, I put up, uh, first of all, I turned on the fairy. You have him hanging there? No, I turned on the fairy lights for you, but then I have this. Oh, like, pretty. has Carol and Chuck and Jim and. You know, people I admire there. My angels. Yeah. I'm um, not there, though. Well, you're not in heaven yet. You don't want to be on this. There's no picture. <laughs> you have to be upstairs. You're right. You're right. You have to be upstairs. You're right. All right. Got okay, it. I'll take my gum out. Um, so, uh, quick anecdote. <laughs> so, Chuck, um, I met Chuck McCann. Um, at uh, We had the same voiceover agent. And he came up to me and he goes, I hear you like puppets, kid. And I go, I do. You know? And he was he loved puppetry so he had the whole paul ashley collection he was really famous he knew jim jim used to come to his shows in the village he has a 
oh my gosh, she has Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, all of these beautiful puppets that, and Liza mm -hmm. Minnelli. Anyway, but so we would talk about puppets, but every Thursday there was this big band that used to work out at this Mexican restaurant in Man, um, North Hollywood. Right. And I don't know all if right. you've been there, but in the back, the band would rehearse there and Hollywood royalty would show up. I met June Foray there and wow. Chuck knew everybody. I mean, he gave Mel Torme's eulogy, right? He knew everybody. Wow. And so we would sit, we would sit at this table and all these like famous people, like you knew from the old movies, the character actors would come up and Chuck and I would just play these weird characters. Like we would just be, we be different people all the time. And, you know, it, it was just like sitting with Jonathan Winters, like, but we were just playing wow. with each other in between. So speaking of, speaking of oh. lots of different characters, let me just, uh, what, what what was the did you say a Mexican? It was a Mexican restaurant, Leslie? Yeah, I feel like it yeah, because they used to have like they served lunch in this big back yeah, room. It's and in then, Burbank, isn't it? Well the Oh no, not Casa Vega. Casa Vega. No, Casita no? del Campo is the that's the Oh Casita del Campo. That's where oh, I okay. perform a lot, Mr. Dan got it. out. So got um, it. Okay. But it was back there. And then also they had a jazz band. I don't know if they well, they don't do it now, but um over by the Vons, um, near Warner Brothers, there's a bank and then there's this cheesy kind of place, nightclub-y place next to the bank, and they used to have live jazz in there too. But okay, oh. characters. Yeah, I sent you that picture as a joke, and then you put it up there. Yeah. What? Yes, that's Mrs. Gilg. She's president of the Twin Girls. The one on the top. That's from when I was doing a strip tease at one of Leslie's Bazaar brunch for the um, Balding <laughs> Beavers of America. Um, thing. What's the green one in the center? Yeah, who's in the center? Oh, um, somebody's back. Is Deadpool? Um, oh, okay. So that's one of my favorite things. So, um, uh, I, that I put on a giant nose and I sang "Fever." Never know how much oh. you'll blow me. Never know how much I'll flare. When you take a walk in springtime, you give me fever, and it's hard to give me fever. <laughs> and so it was. Just, so your head was a nose. Yeah, it's a big. It might be back here, but I had a big rubber <laughs> nose. So I thought, wouldn't it be funny. And so I pulled out like the gloves and everything out of a tissue box, and I go, "I'm sorry, but I have to get something for my nose." <laughs> and I dressed up like as a nose. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and one time when I was doing it, Fred Newman was in the audience. From Prairie Home Companion, and I was on stage doing this thing, being all sexy. And Fred got up, and I had a mic because sometimes people would just get up and do stuff. And Fred started doing uh, doing all these snot noises, and I didn't know uh, until I took the nose off because he was in my blind spot. I'm like, Fred, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like awesome. French, I would just kind of do weird stuff. Mm. Um, here's a. Uh... Can you see the Maria Nance one? Should we ask that one? You see this, Les? We met when the Jim Henson exhibit reopened in Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta, and I was your last person puppet meeting. I'm autistic, and I'm growing up. And growing up, I loved Abby and connected with her. Oh remember, wait, wait, you were her? were you just at Puppet Club? Was she in Puppet Club? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see if she. Uh... Let's see if she responds. I, Were you in Puppet Club, Maria? 
Mm -hmm. We'll have to wait till she writes. We'll yeah. look for it. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I'm sorry, what hmm. was the question? Because it was such a great club. I was just asking. Oh, I think she was just saying hello. I think she was curious if you remember her from the exhibit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When it first opened, that was such uh that that was a whirlwind of people and things that we were celebrating. It was in incredible. You've been to the Center for Puppetry Arts, you guys, right? No, I haven't. I haven't. No. Well, when world. Um, but normal. Maria says I was. So whatever you were recalling, was she? Yeah. She says I was. Yeah, Maria. I just posted a bunch of stuff from you guys on Fan Art Friday. So um, Lolly's oh. Instagram. So. Here, here you go. One for the two of you, from Jesse, oh. Leslie, and Bill. What was it like doing Bay of Pigs watch sketches? Oh, <laughs> well, for the first couple episodes, I would just be off to the side, and Kevin would do Spamala. And Which is not easy to do. The two of you were connected that way. That was great. Right. That he yeah. would do the puppeteering. There I am. Right? All hooters and no neck. All right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was hard. It was hard. And then. Um, and Yes, uh, it was. That was so good. And Kevin would say, don't improv. Just say what's written, you know. And then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. And then. um I would, he saw me going back and forth, taking Spamala up to the room and practicing and practicing and practicing. And one time, I can't remember which one it was. Which he, one? he let me put her on myself and Drew assisted me. And um, he said, you got it. And that was like towards the end of the first season. So, and All it right. was fun because I felt so special. <laughs> well, you were doing great. You were working hard. And I, I remember my guy, I wanted to base him on, uh, the hell was his name? David Hasselhoff. David Hogsahoff. Yeah. He was based on um on uh Adam West. That was oh, my kind was? of thing. His kid. Yeah, I wanted him to be just like that, Spamela. You know, he wanted to be that kind of Yeah, you know. he had that same cadence. <laughs> Does anybody one? remember when Bill was on the um was on the cruise ship, the the, the Star Trek cruise ship as one of the groupies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, excuse me. I was. I happened to. I was not. Wait, not the groupie. Wasn't I like the coordinator the, or what do they call? You were the coordinator. But the, you pour your hands up and like way up <laughs> here, and you were he like was really nervous. Oh he was really nervous, and he told bad jokes. And I met Captain Kangaroo that oh, day. Wow. I know. Tell tell him what that was like. What was it like meeting Captain Kangaroo? Well, for me, like like I said, my dream. My dream is always, you asked me what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the ultimate entertainer for families. I wanted to be like Carol Burnett meets Monty Python meets Willy Wonka. I wanted to be Pop and Wonka. I always say that. And um, when I changed my major at school, um, my mom and dad were like, what? Because I was supposed to do theater, drama or stuff. And I just like, no, I feel like, you know, I, I designed it. Right. And so I wrote. Oh, you've upset Jean. You upset Jean. I'm sorry. He left. He left. Well, I wrote. Can you, can you not say that you changed your major? It upsets him. Child development through the arts. I'm sorry. How much money was lost that year? No, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't that year. It wasn't because it was in the middle. I I have a I have a slight reading disorder. I, I am minorly dyslexic, and it was really stressful for me. I struggled with that, and so, um, 
So they, anyway, it was in the middle of the first semester, so it's okay. But in my note cards, I wrote, I said, I just want to be like the lady on Romper Room or maybe Captain Kangaroo. Maybe that's more my style, but I know that I want to do something for kids. I want to be their champion. And when I told my mom, my mom sent me those note cards. She says, Do you think she's watching? Can I you hope say hi to her? I, Mama, I hope you're watching. Doris Carrara, I won't say your age, but um, oh, what is that? Well, that's not that's not Captain Kangaroo. No, but I'm showing you the the children's <laughs> person that I spent a day with, Mr. Rogers, <gasps> Fred oh, Rogers. Amazing, right? And, and King yeah. Friday. He's he's yeah. here too. He's in he's in the he's in the famous wall. He's right here. Look at this. Um, Oh, I'm breaking things, but look. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, there he is. With Lolly. Yeah. I yeah. I yeah. Hey, oh, hey, Gene. <gasps> hey, Sharky. I was Hi. looking for my rubber Hi. dog head. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Oh, man. Look at your big, yeah. beautiful smile. Oh, and you're so. Yeah. Oh my gosh, your lines are so strong and aerodynamic. Thanks, Leslie. Jean doesn't think so. Oh, you know what? Jean was just, Jean likes everybody. He was just trying to give you perspective. Oh, look at that. Oh my gosh. Look at, oh man, if I had an underbite like that, I bet you wow, yeah. ladies. Yeah, I do, Leslie. Oh my gosh. You know what you should do? You should go work on that in a mirror somewhere. You should do that right now. Okay, yeah, okay I'll go now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. She's talking to me, Jean. <laughs> Got your back, Jean. Hey, I have some more questions. Oh my God. Oh. Can you okay. do more? Can you do a little more of that? I can do. I'm, just, we'll let you go. I'm just trying to get my ads. I have nothing else planned. I'm trying to get my ads in. <laughs> All right. We'll do two All right. more. All right. Adam, our buddy Adam Krutinger says, do you have a favorite Muppet from performing on Muppets tonight? Ah, ooh. Um, yes, I do. Um, and I just spoke about this, too. Um, remember when um, uh, Pierce Brosnan was on? And he was James mm -hmm. Prime. And remember, like, remember when, the, when there was that scene and there was a lady and um, Jerry and I were a couple and they were at the casino. Oh, the casino. And yeah. She had like this, she, she had like typical, <laughs> typical barrel body. You just know the she had spindly legs underneath there, you know, and she had like, she was. <laughs> I don't know, but she was like that. And Jerry was next to me and they were a couple. And um, so I did really enjoy being, that was a moment that was like a big deal for me because Jer Jerry and I were having like a fun just moment. moment. Because, you yeah. know, like it's in order to find the characters, how you just improvise a little, every time you're on camera, you're just figuring stuff out or seeing what's funny and what their angle is and, Something that we're and off camera too. When yeah. we're just waiting for things to happen and we're just playing around, right? That's where we really start to find them. Yeah, I, 
I don't know. I think my favorite character on Muppets tonight was Paul Rudolph. Oh, just really? A plug for the. Nice. Yeah, he was a weird one. <laughs> I could see how you could like that character. Hey, Leslie, I'm watching this really good interview with oh. you guys. <laughs> Give me my dollar. Give me my dollar. <laughs> you know, we met on Muppets tonight too, Leslie. I do remember that, Gene, but I also remember we met at a street fair. But that was after. Do you remember what I did the day we met on Muppets tonight? Um, no. Oh, Something I did to you. Remind me. I drew a, with a Sharpie, I drew a, a mermaid tattoo on your arm. <gasps> oh my God. Really? Wow. I don't remember that. I don't either. I have a terrible memory anyway, but. I have like, I black out sometimes. Even right now. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were we've been talking. I, well, yeah. I've blacked out three times since we've been talking. Wow. It doesn't show. You handle it really well. No, it's awful. What's going to happen is, is afterwards, I'm going to text yeah. you like 1,700 times and email you <laughs> no, no, apologizing no. for what I said and did here. <laughs> oh, can I pick a card, please? Oh, yeah. But Jean, remember I was painting faces at a street fair, I think, and you were there. Anyway, so first of all, this is to cleanse the energy. Now you only get one. Wait, wait, wait. Tell <laughs> us what explain? we're doing Can here. Can you tell people what it is? Can okay. Tell people what it is. So I pick angel cards. Somebody gave this to say gave me these angel cards was a, when I was working at Walt Disney World. And and what are angel cards? Well, they all they. Basically, when you you get up and you pick an angel and you realize what what energy and spirit is going to be riding with you that day, like what what mm. what what is going to take what can you take into the world to help you be resilient and loving and kind? And on the way to my audition, the the angel card I picked, I asked Jim, I'm like, what am I? What should I do? I'm so nervous. And it was the adventure card. And it's an angel with a walking mm. stick. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It's an adventure. Just see, to it that like that. So there's that. And so, so, and, and so Leslie would ask us to pick a, a card. So you want an angel like card? To, yeah. You want like an angel card? And then I would pick. Yeah. So, Jeans, tell them what oh, you would ahead. do. Tell them what you do. I'll be you. I would pick my. What do you mean? I'd pick the card. He would go in and he'd go. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you you only need one. Oh, really? Well, let me see. Um, inspiration to try to deal with you. Um, let me say courage to try to get through this day because I don't know what you're going to do. And this uh, gratitude that I'm glad that I probably, you know, he would just like, yeah. he would just pick so I had to figure out what I could do to, to deal with Leslie. <laughs> I would tell. I would. I would make up stories. So, Jean. All right. Okay, ready. Jean, pick one. You Jean's say when, Jean. Okay. When? Oh my God! When? Oh. All right. Ooh, this is perfect for you and all of your amazing work that you do and share with everybody. Oh, cool. perfect. Would you? Would you? Look yeah. at where I am. I'm in my studio. Look at that. Look yeah. At that. But I mean, I think All that's right. who you are anyway. Okay, go ahead. 
Make sure you pick mine. I'm only Ready? Gonna pick one. What? Yeah, you better pick mine and okay. stop. Bam! Good. What I get? Good. What I get? <laughs> well played. Well played. All right. What I get? You got More communication. Yeah, it's upside down. Transformation. Good. And, All right. And trust. This is cool. Huh. Trust the unknown because unicorns, some people don't believe in them. I do. But sometimes you have to trust things that you don't know if they're real or not or if they're going to happen. So there's that. Hmm. I like that. I need that, actually. Thank you. Yeah. Good timing for that. Pick one for yourself. Oh, I will. Yeah. Pick yours. By the way, by the way Joseph Debley says Leslie is awesome. Aw, thank you. you know. I'm just a reflection. You know. Okay. Um, I'm, I didn't black out. Mine's kindness. Oh, of course it is. It's kind of, of a superpower these days, isn't it? I think. Yes. But you always have it. And, and I just lost my ear thingy. Um, and I, I hate to cut us off, but I think that's a lovely place to maybe say farewell and thank you with all of your kindness. Okay. This will be the last time we speak. <gasps> oh, I what? Hate, I hate that. No, I'm hate going that. on the wall. Oh no! What? No! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul's holding up. All right. Oh, what do you have? Another ad? What do you got, Paul? No, he's just—he's so funny. He's so supportive. Paul is. Holding Paul and I have to do the Johnny Fiona Fiona album. We're still <laughs> trying to get that done. He's holding oh. oh, there she is. Hi, Lolly. Hey, Lolly. I, I just wanted to say that I'm doing, I'm hosting the Dystonia Zoo Walk and the Long Island Children's um, uh, Museum stuff. Is this where I plug? I'm doing, like, get involved, people. Love you. Bye. Okay, thanks, Lolly. Wow. Thank so, you. Oh, oh, I was she went in for the close-up. <laughs> yeah, she was in and out. Oh, but thank Aww, you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Let me, any last things? Lolly's rad. Lolly, Lolly in the house. <laughs> thank you, Minnie Goldberg. So wonderful to hear your stories, Leslie. Happy belated anniversary, Rudolphs. Uh, oh thank you, Leslie. You're the best. There thank you, go. you. Hey, guys, thank you for. I, I love watching your shows. Oh, You're good. so ridiculous. Aww. And I do love the. the the Beretta brothers cracked me up. So well, now you're a part of it. You. All right. Bye. 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 I don't know what bye, to Paul. do. You just oh, get we'll rid take, of me? We'll yeah, we'll, we'll uh, take you out. We'll kick you out. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Love you. Bye. Can you refresh yourself? I think you're a little delayed. Me? Yeah. I just wanted to get rid of them. Now we can talk. Whew. Those guys are exhausting. Uh, anybody have questions? Just, just us, like we're having a little dinner. Oh, <laughs> I won't read some of these. Uh, where is he? What happened to him? Hey, Bealzy's back. Bealzy sixty six. Did you enjoy your gift? She's one of our contestant winners. Say something. Blah blah blah. Good. Perfect. Bealzy 66 is there. Did you receive your gifts, Bealzy? Uh, well, that was awesome. She's amazing. 
Yeah, she really is. That Paul guy, she's got to get rid of him. I mean, how many times did he get involved? Wants attention. Hungry for attention. Good Lord. It was enough back in Muppets Tonight, and then he ends up marrying the poor girl, and then she's they go to New York, and now he's doing Mr. Emmy Award winner Sesame Street. Yeah, When's it going to end thing, with this guy? This glunk show, whatever. It's enough already. Yeah. Beelzy, feet winners. Of, oh, that's, uh, there's another contest winner, John Papovich, talking about Beelzy. Uh, what? Pig's feet, pig's feet winners. winners. United. Did she win pig's feet? I thought she won something else. No, John John Papovich and uh, Madison Mantis both won pig's feet. Pig's feet, yes, right. Beelzy won the uh, didn't didn't uh, the drawing and the feather and the Pepe feather. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. See, gang, you join these uh, these contests. You might Anthony come up. Anthony Thompson, Gene, did you visit the set of Muppets on ABC? No, I didn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't out there for that, was I? <clears throat> no, no. Um, somebody's asked just ask about the guitar. Is that just a like a prop, or does it have some reason for being there? That was Gene's old guitar in high school, and he painted no, it. No, it after that, right? Oh, you're right. The other the high, the high school one was the one where you uh, painted the guy on it, right? <laughs> and what did and I? And then do the one you it? the one you hit me with and broke. <laughs> I had to act it out. This is the one that has the eye. Oh, the right. that was like. College. And then you carved in, in your name in it. So I was, this is when Billy and I were in our late teens and we were having an argument about something. And I had my guitar on like this. And he was standing here and I forget whatever we were arguing about. And I got so angry, I smacked him with the neck. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it just went. And the neck went this way and the body went this way. And they were swinging off of my shoulder. And he got mad at me because he broke his guitar on me. Uh, Jonathan Jonathan Sloman says, Bill, what was that about a Johnny Fiano album? Well, Paul Rudolph was involved in Muppets Tonight, and he was part of the music department. And um, we've just always talked about wanting to do an album, a Johnny Fiano album, Jonathan, which would be so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember playing the CeeLo Muppet on The Voice? Of course, I do. I uh, I don't. Re- Thank you for asking if I remember because I don't remember a lot of things. <laughs> but yes, and uh, we did the the music video, the CeeLo music video. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was a great little puppet. Marshall CeeLo was cool. Are you sad that Clueless Morgan is in a museum and not available for you to perform? Yeah, <clears throat> honestly, I don't know why he's in the museum. I don't know how he ended up there. All I know is that he disappeared in shipping during Muppets Tonight and That's showed when? up. Yeah. So long ago then? Wow. Yeah. It, 20, it was like 20 years he was gone. And then he showed up in the museum. I don't know who had him, who sent him there, how they found it. I I, I haven't asked. I haven't really pushed to ask why. Uh, but, yes, I would love to. I would have loved to have played with him over the last 20 years. Here's a good and one. Then, is that it? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, the Mo Show asks, is Big Mean Carl difficult to perform? Wasn't I just asking you how that how that all works physically? Yeah. Yes, he is, actually. Um, he's tiring because 
couple of reasons. One, he's big, and inside of his head, there's kind of a, I don't know how, what to call it, but there's kind of a bar that it's about this, the width of my hand like that inside of it. And it's basically holds up his head, the structure of his head, and then his mouth flops down. And then his bottom jaw has a little dowel underneath. And while I'm holding up his head, which I can, you know, turn, tilt, do whatever, then I use the dowel to make his jaw move. It can go a little side to side if he burps or, you know, whatever he's like. So he's, so I'm holding this and I'm doing the mouth like this with his jaw. But the hardest part is that the shape of him, he's got this head and then this long neck. And I like to, whenever I can, I like to show his long body and someone else does the hands. So someone is in front of me, either Peter or Matt or whoever's dumb enough to get in there for me. And they do the two hands in front and I have to, let me see if I can do it this way. So if I want Carl to look at the camera, maybe I'll get down here, it'll be easier. If I want Carl to look at the camera and I want to puppeteer him here, I can't, I can't just do this because you'll see my head sticking out the side of him. So I have to do this and put a monitor back there. Wow. So that I'm turned away and hidden behind his neck. So it's this kind of thing <laughs> that I'm doing wow. for as, as long as I have to keep him up. And then, and then the other part of it is that in his throat is a black bag. Uh, a, a funnel in a sense, or a, a, a what is it? Like a hole. And, the, like and then there's, yeah, like this, thank you. Yeah, a sleeve uh, that's black. And that goes, that's between basically the person who's doing the arms and me doing the head and the mouth, excuse me. And they're usually catching things that are coming through or doing a puppet that comes out. That's even harder when you've got three people in there trying to do that. So he's, yeah, he's hard. This is a related question for you, but I bet I can answer this. Yeah. Sean Morris asked, the heaviest puppet you perform. Hmm. I'm going to say Bobo. Not anymore. It used to be. Bobo used to be, because I remember, if I can tell this story, um, <clears throat> when I was visiting Muppets tonight, they were shooting the episode with Penn and Teller. And Billy was, was doing a card. They were doing card tricks for Bobo. And I was... Let's pretend, let's pretend this is Bobo. I'll just do that. So he's up doing Bobo and his arms were getting to the point where they were doing this because it was so heavy. And in the middle of the scene, Bobo would just go <laughs> and just drop because he just, yeah. it was, his arms just completely gave out. So it was, and then I saw, I saw the evolution of the Bobo brace because when we were working on Muppets from Space, they were building the brace, right? Jane came up with something. Yeah, because I, I was watching how they were fitting you for that. So they, so you explain how that. Actually, the end of Muppets Tonight, Jane was coming up with something to support Bobo. Okay. Um, it was a, like a backpack, and then the backpack, um, you know, clips in, and then it has a bar that comes up. Which way it comes up, and then they build a little thing inside of his head, which is just behind like just behind his skull here. And it's a, a, a bar that comes up. It's like a plastic bar that bends and 
but we had to find the right um, stiffness so that it would take the weight and wouldn't make him stand up too high or drop too low, it would just take enough weight to allow me to be able to, to sustain him and keep him going. And what used to happen, the, what I used to hate about it was that even though I couldn't keep him up, all of the weight would go on the mouth. And so he would get crushed. You know, it would, his, his expression would just always be kind of, it started to get squished and he didn't have like a, you know, a, a, an expression and he would just start and I would have to hold him up basically with his mouth. And so it was very hard. It was all on the back of my hand. Uh, so the, the brace allowed me to be able to free him up and then he had a better kind of shape and, you know, his, his, I could, I could move him. Like if I wanted to turn his head, the, the nose would always turn first because that's what I would have to turn first to move his body. So that whole thing just helped me be able to make him more agile and move around. And, but Carl's pretty much probably the hardest and heaviest at this point. Okay. By the way, a little tidbit. Anthony Thompson is a docent at the Center for Puppetry Arts. So what, how did that, uh, how did they get uh, Clueless? Any idea, Anthony? Any, any idea where he came from, how he arrived? Love to know that someday. Here's from, uh, here's from one of our contest Muppet Trivia, our first Muppet Trivia contest winner. John Papovich asks, how did it come to pass that Pepe had such a prominent role in Muppets from Space after being a B player in Muppets Tonight? I'm never a B player, are I? <laughs> There's only A player for me, are I? <laughs> uh, how? I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. I think people were enjoying him and thought, let's put more Pepe in there and see what happens. And uh, him and Rizzo were a good little mischievous team for Gonzo. It gave us something to play off of, you know, to give Rizzo something to play off of as well. And I don't know, they were just, I think it was just, let's see what else we can do with them. Yeah. This might be too complex a question, but Fergie, Philippe, asked, when did you start taking on more leadership with Henson Company and Muppets? Leadership? Uh well, I'm not sure what you mean by leadership, but but um, more producing roles, executive producing roles, things like that. I guess it grew out of um, you know being the puppet captain, coordinator, whatever you want to call it. Kind of started there, learning the set, you know, learning all the different departments, learning how specific certain departments become when you're doing a Muppet project because it's very different the way you shoot things, the way you design things, the way you build things, all of those aspects in the production side of it are puppet or Muppet centric. And so you learn those skills and people start to rely on that knowledge. And that kind of then takes you into another role, which is, you know, an associate producer, and then maybe you become a co-producer. And then that all starts to become about you know how valuable you are in that position what you're offering is it a creative producer is it a technical producer? you know there's different types and i kept heading more in the creative producer side and um it's just about being involved and offering ideas and hopefully you're doing a good job at that and people like what you're doing and it works and you get asked to do more or you ask to do more uh if you see an opportunity 
Oops, sorry. Jesse has a good idea here. He'd love to see uh, some releases of the music that the Electric Mayhem played live at the Outside Lands, the Bowl in 02. I wonder how possible that is. Oh, rights, music rights. That's right. Show me the monies, Jesse. Show me the monies. That's we could it. do them live. We were able to do them live, but to record them and put them out, there's a whole different bowl of money. Mm-hmm. Not impossible, but right. Uh, it's, it's, it's something, you know. Well, it's, we're getting close to an hour and 15. Should we do three more questions and then save more for the next time? Remember, folks, sure. every, every two weeks we're doing this. Josh, can I just can you bring up this Josh Hankemeyer one? Uh, it's interesting. I saw Clueless Morgan at the Vision of Jim Henson exhibit that was in Bettendorf, Iowa in 1999. They also had Gonzo's family from Muppets from Space. Well, that's news to me. We were looking for him back in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That's weird. We should look into that. Was the Vision of Jim Henson exhibit a Jim Henson company thing? I wonder, Josh, or was somebody else creating this vision of Jim Henson? And to have puppets from Muppets from Space, that's interesting, too. Yeah, really. This is one of the best. We have to explore that. Bill, didn't a mic, sorry, Jesse, didn't a camera, a mic, or a light hit you in the head on the set of Muppets? Oh, yeah. It was, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was a, um, he's asking if, yeah, there you go. No, there are these things on cameras. They're called slides. And the camera sits in a channel and you can slide it. It gives you a move if you want to move the camera side to side. It's all steel. It's very thick steel. And because we work down in trenches or in holes and the sets are raised, the camera and this track was on the raised deck floor. So... If I'm standing up, right, the deck, uh, let's say it's a four-foot deck. The deck is about here. Well, I was down doing whatever I'm normally doing down below, and this thing was sticking out over the edge, and I came up and whacked it, and blood started pouring and uh, dizzy, and I had to go to the hospital. No, I didn't go to the hospital. Christina was like, no, 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 we're not taking the hospital. Let's take him in there. We t- they took me in this other room. Um, and uh, I was laying there for a bit and we figured we probably needed stitches, but they arranged for me to go to a, a private doctor. But Christina was like, no, 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 not the hospital. Don't take him to the hospital. Let's get a special person. Let's make, and they called some doctor who like wasn't even in his office. And somehow she got them just to come and have this guy stitch up my head and, uh, and just make it a, easier thing you know this is a very important question we need to address in the moment billy my son is asking if he can eat dinner no he's actually can i ear dinner yeah well you know where the kitchen is son of mine he could put he could put dinner in his ear yeah so all right all right let's do one more and then we'll say good night okay let's see do you miss playing louie Elmo's dad on Sesame Street, Bill. Sean Horace. I do. I do. But I think Tyler does a great job. Um, you know, it was something that uh, Kevin and I, Kevin Clash and I did 
together. He wanted me to be Louis's dad, and I had already been his dad. What? And me. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that, I miss doing Louis's right arm. Fox and Friends. It was really the highlight of, of Louis's career. If you can find that online, watch his right arm. <laughs> it's a incredible. <laughs> it's really phenomenal. Uh, but but uh, uh, yes, I, I miss doing it because I love that character. I, you know, it was my only Sesame Street character, and unfortunately, I couldn't continue doing because it was about you know if they wanted to do something more regular with him. I didn't live in New York, and you know things are about budget sometimes and about uh, costs. And I figured, well, if if that's the reason, then I would rather give him up and keep him going. Uh, so I asked Tyler, because I felt like Tyler could probably get close to that character and he's done a phenomenal job. So yes, I miss it, but thank you, Tyler. Okay. All I right. I'll say good night to the fine folks out there. We appreciate all right. you all hanging out with us and uh, all the great questions. I'll come. Sorry, I hate to do it, but I'm just going to say one last thing. American mm. Autistic says, what does Dr. Phil Van Neuter look like in anime form? Then American Autistic says, ask my question with exclamation points. And then American Autistic says, please, with a question mark. My answer is, I have no idea. Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to thebarettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.